Well, you saw the title, so you already know. After a great deal of comments and feedback, she's back. Today on Kingdom Voices, we'll be going into round two with our previous guest, yet to be named. Hey, Danielle. Hello. What's going on? It's been a week. It's been a week, and you're still gone. I'm still... Yeah, I am. I'm on my way home, though. In a few days, right? I can't wait to see how Emma's going to be. That'll be great. Yep, she's going to be very happy. Hey, so can I tell you that since I've been here, I've seen quite a number of comments on the show. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Most of them, yeah. most of them are good. No, I'm just kidding. All of, all of them are good. I actually remember I told you in the last episode I had a comment face to face with somebody here local where I'm at. Oh, uh huh. Yeah, it was uh, by a gentleman named Gary. He told yeah. me this. He said, "I'm not married, but I'm enjoying the podcast." Uh, I was very flattered, and and it just kind of made me smile real big, you know. Oh, is he? a local there or does he go to the church there or who is uh, I I think he's starting to attend on Sunday so but yeah he's 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 local okay. yeah I also got another one from our friend George uh-huh. he said he said I could listen to mom all day bro he said love the podcast yes she has so much wisdom she does she does and then one other one um one other comment that we got and it was a five star review on Apple podcast and it was from little Japanese me, or whatever. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's MI. Little Japanese I MI. You're, you're chopping that up. I don't even know. I, I'm telling you, that's what it is. L I L J A P. Anyway. Okay, what did they say? The title is Blessing Podcast. So thankful you both are sharing a part of your life. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's really nice to get some great feedback. I mean, it, it's really encouraging to want to continue to do what we've been doing. But yeah. Anyway, I think most everybody already knows the individual that that we brought on again today. Uh, if they don't know her and they've never met her, they know her because we've been talking about her. So, yeah. with that being said, you want to uh, introduce her? Yes. So, welcome back, Lita. Thank you. And <laughs> it's good we to be figured, back. Good. We figured you just you had so much more to say that we all want to hear. So we'll just go ahead and get started. Alrighty. Well, I'm can I can I can I make one one caveat real quick before we get going? Um, first of all, this conversation will be primarily between between you, Mom, and Danielle. I will pop in every once in a while. So I'm going to keep my, my mouth shut and drink my, my wonderful coffee. Um, but I do want to say this, that I understand that some of these conversations can lean a little bit more towards the ministry. Uh, and to be honest, everybody's really a minister, right, in one way or another, and could probably stand to learn a thing or two about ministry And uh, because really ministry is is reaching out to people, bringing them to Christ. But I do want to encourage our listeners, if if you'll listen through the these podcasts, you will find that there are really some good nuggets in these podcasts that help us all to cope with things that are just life things, right? And things that are not necessarily 
ministry related. So with that being said, uh, there were a couple of questions that came in and I'm, I'm turning it over now. I'm going to be quiet, everybody. Enjoy the show. Okay. Hi, Lita. Hello. Again. Welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> it's good to be back. Um, so we have a few questions for you. Some were um, from actually people that were on the podcast or that have listened to the podcast. Um, one of the questions is, what do you think is the two leading causes of failed ministries? Number one. I would have to say is the lack of prayer life. If you don't keep that open communication between you and God, he can't lead you because we don't have as an individual, as a human, we don't have the wisdom to walk as we should with him by ourselves. So we have to have a communication with him. We have to have a relationship with him in order for us to be successful Christians. That's very true. And the second thing I would have to say would be get in the word. Uh It's, it's the prayer and the word goes hand in hand, but how do you know how to walk if you don't read it? Right. So what if we, what if we took away from those things? Like what, what are the, I understand prayer and I understand the word, but what is it in, in this world that has caused failed ministries? Do you believe? I know they all tie to those two things, right? Yeah. But there's this flesh. So what are the, what is the thing that you've seen kind of as an uprising, an uptick, so to speak? People getting into their own will and their own way, but then that goes back to not reading the Word of God and not living like He wants okay. us to. That's true. I know that we've uh, heard things about people that are ministers, pastors that are doing illegal things outside of church. And I don't know if they just think they're not going to get caught, but they get caught. Right. Yeah. And of course that diminishes their whole ministry, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, And with that self comes in and we want to please self. If we don't want to please God first, then self will come in there. Right. And and pleasing self is is um, a detriment to us in our walk with God. Right. That's so true. So uh, the next question is, if, she, if you can go back in time, what advice would you give yourself uh, when you started your ministry? Not be so hard on myself and try to decide or find out what God wants me to do before it's his time because he has the time to open things up. And I know as a young person, um, I was told a lot of times that I had a special calling, which I didn't know. And, but I didn't know how to find it. And so I would, would, it really was a hindrance to me people to tell me that kind in a way because it frustrated me because I was trying to find out and it wasn't time. It wasn't God's time. Right. And when the time was right, then it was just clear as it could be. Right. Do you think that when they, when somebody says something to you like that, you just keep looking for it. And then do you think that 
you were always looking for it and frustrated with yourself because you couldn't find it. <laughs> like that person knows more than you do. Right. Well, that's exactly right. I would, I would fast and I would ask the Lord, please show me what I'm supposed to do. Um, I want to be in your will. Even as a young person, I would do this and, um, I would pray and I'd fast and I'd say, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to be a missionary? Am I supposed right. to be whatever? And I wouldn't get an answer. And so it would, it would um, kind of set me back, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. And, but when it was time and Ray made the statement is, I'm not going to preach, it opened up. I knew good and well that was what I was, that was, <laughs> that was my place and that was what I was supposed to be. And so okay. it was very clear. So is that the is that what right. we should stick to as to understanding when it's it's God's will is when we say we're not going to do something? I'm not going back to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> that was what he did because he was he was being um, called, but at that point he didn't even have the Holy Ghost, yeah. and he was being called and he did not want to yield, so therefore he was fighting it. Yeah. Right. I think we all do at some point. Right. Yeah. Do you think that that's, is that the point that you knew? So about how old were you at that time? Uh, I was about 23. And you said the person said that to you when you were like, were you like middle school, high school, elementary? From the time I was 12 years old when I got the Holy Ghost. Okay about middle school somebody said that to you wow you had to wait a long time that's 10 years <laughs> i did 10 plus years. <laughs> i did but i can say that it probably helped me in my walk with god because i knew how to be patient with him right that's so true we don't right. always get an answer the first time we ask right that's true and i think too when when we I just looking back at things, we just, you just never know what's going to happen. And, and when it happens, you're like, wow. <laughs> right. You know, just, you're like, oh, this is what it was, even though it's so many years later. Right. It's like, oh, this is what I was waiting for. We can look back and see God's hand through it all. But when we're yeah. in it, sometimes we don't see that. We don't see that he's directing us. Right. We just have so to have true. faith. Yep. So uh, the next question was, um, how did you deal with um, or handle or move on in life when your husband died? So he had been a pastor for about how long? About 30 some years, 37 yeah. years. And it was a total different life change. Yeah. Um, I don't know that you really deal with it. You kind of just live day by day. Uh, you kind of exist and ask the Lord to help you. Over time, um, then you learn to to depend on God completely. Uh, it, it's been 11 years, nearly 12. And there's time still that I struggle with it and struggle being... Um, walking by myself with the Lord. Right. 
Well, you got into you got into new habits when you got married, right? Uh, just and as you progress through your marriage, um, just have that person there with you for so many years. Right. And a lot of times we think that it's well, it's I'm going to do my own thing. You know, my spouse can do their own thing. Not 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 in the sense of being separated from one another, but that I have my likes, she has her likes, and it's okay. We're just we're we're two people. We're living together. We're walking this life together. But it's the old, it goes back to the old cliche. You don't really know what you've got until it's gone. You don't really know how much it meant Uh to you until it's not there anymore. Um, Even though you can sit down and talk about all the things you did together. You can see the impacts that you have made together, whether it be in the world or ministry, family, whatever. You can see that. But I think that like, even even in in the time that I've been gone from here, you know, for me, it only took a day to, to Ms. Danielle. For uh-huh. Danielle, it took her about a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so it, it, it's, it, it varies from person to person. And I think that the, the point of the question really is what, what, are, the, what are the secrets, right? And, and I know they're not really secrets because you, you probably don't realize how to move through things and navigate through it until you actually get there. Does that make sense? Well, I don't, I really don't know what you're saying per se, but I know with Ray being sick for a year, I had time to adjust to some things. I knew it was coming. Um, I knew that the loneliness would be there. I knew the missing him would be there. I knew that um, not being a pastor's wife would be there. But yet the church was still a responsibility. Uh, there was just, like you said, you don't know how you're going to deal with it until it happens. And you just literally pray and take one day at a time. Did you want to be uh, at church every time after he passed away? Did I want to be there? Yeah. Right at first, no, because there was too many memories. Right. But I was pianist, so I didn't have any choice. Yeah. And so I had to be there. And my children struggled more than I did with, with being at church because there were so many memories of their dad. Yeah. Right. Uh, but each, uh, you just go to church and you depend on God to get you through that day. Well, yeah. I know I said I'll be quiet. I'll be done after this. So here's what I, here's what I do. Here's what I do uh, recall. Or let me back up. This is what I would want to say. It's easy to sit down and think about how those that have gone on have impacted everybody's life, right? Because we we think about it, we 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 think about memories, we think about times we spent with them. But let me let me subject this, let me insert this into this conversation where the way that you handled all of this the way that you went about all of this has had such a massive impact on your family that you won't know the level that it has really impacted, right? So for Danielle and I, you're continuing to walk with God. You're continuing to move on. You're continuing to open yourself up and share your life and your hurts and the things that you've gone through has caused Danielle and I to really grow. And I, I, that's just, that's just she and I, and I can't imagine, right. The other individuals that you've impacted through this, 
So I would say that, yes, dad had an impact when he would preach, but here you've had an impact in the way that you live. And I, I remember when, when he died and we went to, uh, what's it called when you're in the funeral home and person's in the casket? Yeah. <clears throat> the visitation. We had got there from Virginia to Texas um, that evening and you were there and I just couldn't believe like you were, you were consoling people <laughs> instead of people consoling you. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, that's different. <laughs> So I think it's definitely shows, but you also, like you said, you had, you had some time, you knew that it was coming. Um, so you, I think maybe you had more time to prepare for it. Not, you know what I mean? Not like prepare for it, but you knew it was going to happen. Right. Right. I understand. Or some people, when people die, they don't know it's, you know, it's a freak accident or something. Right. So. Well, I, I had um, had the Lord to sustain me, and that's just uh-huh. all I can say. God blessed me, and he was good to me. There was some there that did not uh, know how, maybe, to depend on God and to give their their hurts and their anger to God. Right. Um, but God blessed me with the the ability to learn to lean on him right and what do you think about people that have that are in church and they leave because the the pastor has you know has died or has gone away well like does that does that show that they were only there for the man or is that just a preference of you know what I mean? Is it? Go ahead. Yeah, I, I don't think you could put it all in one capsule because yeah. there's different reasons for some of them. Some of them were of our church. Now I can only speak for our church and what happened to our church. Uh, some right. of them were angry because he was a personal friend to them, and they had just begun to come to church, and they felt like that God was unfair to take him. Um, others were, um, it, they just got out of the habit, I guess, of, of coming because at the time we didn't have a pastor. We couldn't, couldn't get a pastor to come and it was a while before we could get one to, to come. And so it was easy to get disillusioned and easy to, um, just say, I don't want to pay the price and back off. But through it all, God kept us. And through it all, he blessed us. And I'm so thankful for what he's doing in our life now. Yes. And let's see. So on to a little bit of a happier note. (laughs) Um, Well, I think think it's still a happy note. I mean, it's not, we we don't, (laughs) nobody really wants anybody to pass away, but I know, but it's just, it's a part of life. And we just, it is part of life. And maybe that's the big thing is that we have to remember that death is a part of life. So, um, you know, I I always, this is kind of a little bit off the railroad tracks, but (laughs) (laughs) new quotes by Danielle. (laughs) I think about 
how people say, there is a God, why does he, why does he let people die? And I'm thinking, because you, you're born and then you die. Like, what? What? <laughs> well, that's, that's the way he made it in the beginning. Right. Uh, I just, we, it just, it baffles me when, when, I know people just want to understand things, but I just, I just think, I always thought, this is just my crazy mind, but I always thought, like, God causes, and I could be wrong, God causes, like, things that sickness, like, things that are not, don't have a um, cure, or, um, like, plagues and stuff like that, like, I don't know if it'd be a plague, but, like, you know, like, with COVID, a lot of people die. Right. I just, I feel like... That's just how he gets rid of some people. You, you think he allows it. Right. right. He allows those things to happen because it's their time. And, you know, he has to cause something. I, I may be way off base. No. But I just, like I said, my crazy mind, I like think of, I don't think of things like, why did God let this happen? I, I always think, like, let me think if I was in his shoes, how would I, how would I do, you know, X, Y, and Z to make this happen? Well, I have to have. Something has to happen for it to happen. So, well, there's a scripture that says that there's a season for all things. There's a time to plant, a time to harvest. Uh, you know, so God has all of these seasons, and it is appointed unto man once to die. Right. And after that, after death, we're going to go through the judgment. So, uh, it's important. There's somehow, right? I'm sorry. I said we got to get there somehow, right? Right. Not everybody's going to be picked up by a chariot of fire. I don't think so. <laughs> that would be pretty cool, though. I, I, well, I don't think it would. I think it'd be a little bit scary. It would be for me. <laughs> well, can I can I lead into or lend into what you're saying, right? And what sure. Danielle's saying when Danielle says that God causes, right? There are some listeners right now that are saying God doesn't cause that. God, well, I tell you what, listener, can I just say this? In Second Chronicles chapter seven, verse thirteen, the Lord was speaking to Solomon and told him, "If I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people." So the Lord was clearly saying that if I cause all of these things. Then he goes on in verse 14, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. To sit down and say that God does not cause some things, I think is very, to some degree, maybe irresponsible, right? I think he allows most, but he has certainly caused some things um, right. for some one reason or another. Free will, and then there's some things oh, yeah. that are... You know, that I feel, I feel like this is just my opinion is that I think that, you know, people, it's just a process of life. And if it's, you know, you're dying of a disease right. or, uh, or, you know, something that doesn't have anything to do with humans, I guess, with somebody shooting somebody or, uh, you know what I mean? Sorry, my mind's like mush right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can't, I feel like I have. The thoughts, but I can't get them out. <laughs> so moving forward. <laughs> so um, I don't know if we've told you this. Did you 
when I sent you this question, did you give for the part where I put it in the parentheses? Or I no? did. I did. Oh, I didn't want you to. I did. Well, you can still talk about it. Go ahead. No, uh, but I want—I didn't want her to tell that story. But uh, so, anyways, can you recall a time God showed up in a way that you never saw coming? Uh, you don't, minus that one. You don't want me to tell this one? No, huh? I guess not. Oh, you can. No, no, no. I was no. Gonna say it anyways. Daniel, no, Daniel's no. being a control freak on this episode. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I was. When I when I had wrote in parentheses the story, I remember you telling me how God showed up and and you weren't expecting it, and I just that was the first story I could think of that you told me about, and I just thought that I'm sure you have many. Yes, but I was uh, like, oh, I wonder if she's going to tell this story because <laughs> that's the story I remember. Remember, well, there's multiple multiple times, right? But this particular one time. Uh, we needed $500 and we didn't have it. Uh, the church needed it for a repair or something. I can't remember exactly what it was for, but we needed $500. And uh, the church didn't have it and Ray and I didn't have it. And so we started praying. And uh, one Saturday afternoon, Ray was had had been to the church study and he had come home and uh, rested a little while, and he was fixing to go back to the church. And when he opened the front door, there was a pickup with a trailer behind it, uh, cross crossways the parking lot over at the church. And he started across, and he got about halfway across, and this man waved at him, and he said, God owns the cattle on a thousand hills and the potatoes in the hills too, and drove off. And Ray said, I had no clue who that man was. And he said, I didn't know that I'd ever seen him before. We didn't recognize the truck. We didn't recognize the trailer. We, uh, he went to the door and there was a a hundred pound sack of potatoes and a note on the top of it that said, uh, check for rotten ones and share with your congregation. So when he started moving the potatoes on top, there was five hundred dollars laying down in down in the story. potatoes. <laughs> Pardon? I love that story. I I remember that story when you told me that. I was so amazed. Yeah. Well, that's how God does His children. He knows what we need. Right. And uh, we still, to this day, we don't know who the man was. Uh, well, it wasn't any of our friends. And it was it certainly wasn't anybody that knew that we needed that because nobody knew it. Right. And so what other deduction do you think that, but God sent an angel. Yeah. That's true. That's so true. There was, um, is, can you think of another one? Oh, mercy. Because you stole mine. All of a sudden I just went blank. <laughs> What if what if we just start cheering her on, just chanting "Lead"? No, that wouldn't help anything. Uh, help them. That wouldn't help anything. Uh, I can remember uh, time and again the Lord healing the girls uh, when yeah. they were sick. Uh, I, I can't. I, there's there's so many, but right now my mind's just. 
I, I thought of one earlier, but now I can't think of what I thought of. That's <laughs> okay. I remember uh, when recently we were in Tennessee and we were uh, going, we were at a ladies conference. This was last, I think last year. And we were at uh, the thrift store and we had Ellie and Jasmine was with me. And then our friends from Ohio were there and it was the weirdest things. We came to the thrift store and we're just at the front and this lady just walks up to us and she's like, are you, are you ladies? I can tell you're Christians. And we're like, yes, we are. And then she's like, well, I just felt led to give you this, this money. And I was like, I've never seen this before. Like you hear stories about it, right? about people, somebody just randomly coming up to you and handing money and you're not even homeless. And so she handed Jasmine 20 bucks and told her to buy something nice for the baby. And I was like, I think that's what she said. I just know it was 20 bucks. And then Jasmine and I were like, we've heard stories about this, but we've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you tithe on that money? It wasn't my money. I Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully she paid the $2. <laughs> <laughs> I remember another time. Uh, Danielle, when Ray was sick, I had gone to San Angelo to pick up his medicine late at night. Well, not late, but it was dark when I left here. And uh, so as I was coming back, uh, there is a place on the road. It's very crooked and there's a lot of deer uh, between here and San Angelo. But I was coming back and all of us, I've went up of a little curve on top of a little hill. And when I tapped that hill, I saw this deer coming um, toward me. It jumped the fence and was in a full run. And out my windshield, I saw the deer's back feet, the front feet, and his head and his back directly in front of my car. And I felt the bump. I heard the bump. And uh, I didn't know whether to stop, didn't know what to do. And I thought, no, just keep going, because if it busted the radiator, you know, or anything like that, then go as far as I could go. And when right. it stopped, then I would call Ray. So I called him and told him that, that I'd hit a deer and that I was going to keep driving. And if I wasn't home in 15 minutes for him to come start looking for me. Okay. And so... I got to the river bridge just coming into town and he passed me. And so I called him and I said, you just passed me. And he said, well, it's been 30 minutes. And I said, no, it hadn't. I said, I'm, but I said, I'm on my way home. I said, follow me home. So I came on in and I pulled into the drive and I said, I'm not going to get out. I don't want to look because with everything that was going on, we didn't have money to have a car fixed. Right. And, uh, so I said, I'm not even going to look. And I said, you get out and you tell me. And so uh, so he got out and he walked in the front and he said, oh, my goodness, Lita. He said, you just bent that license plate all to pieces. <laughs> that was the only thing. There was hair wow. on the license plate. But that was, oh. but I heard the thump and I saw that deer. 
So yeah, God, you thought there was way more damage, huh? I'm sorry. You thought there was way more damage. I, I, I don't know how you hit a deer going 75 miles an hour and it not leave damage. Right. That's true. You know? So yeah. to me, God just, he took care of it. Right. He showed up and he blessed me. He did. He's so good. You know, I've, I've heard some people um, make the statement, and I understand why they make the statement, but that God doesn't respond to prayer, but oh. he responds to faith. Right. Because we can sit down and we can pray, but without applying faith in it, are we, are we saying, well, it's more of a, um, uh, it's more of a, uh, we're asking God for something and we're not okay with a no, right? Faith allows us to be okay when God says no. I'm not saying that we shouldn't pray. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying prayer without faith is just a requisition. Well, okay. why why pray if we're not going to have faith? What's well, the reason to pray? Well, the Bible talks about people that do it just for lip service. All right. right. So it's still prayer, but it's prayer without faith. It, it, it's not going to go anywhere. Right. It hits a ceiling. Whereas prayer full of faith goes straight to the throne room of God. So I, I think that, that sometimes we, we hear a no. How many times was it that, you know, people were like, oh, Ray's going to be healed. He's going to be healed. He's going to be healed. Right. Dad's going to be healed. And it was just, he didn't. And it was a no, not in the way that we saw it, though. He's not, he doesn't have cancer anymore. Right. He is he healed. doesn't hurt, but he's right. healed, yeah. but it's not in the way that we wanted right. it to be. Right. So I, I'm just, I'm glad that we serve a God that is faithful and, yes. and sees what we need and answers to what we need. And not always to what we want. Right. Very true. I wish you'd give me a house. I have faith that he'll give me a house. <laughs> well, if you'll quit sanding your projects while we're on a podcast, you might. <laughs> I'm not sanding a project. I was getting some off my cup. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, anyway, um, did you have any, any last words, Danielle? I do not. Thank you, you for joining us yeah, I was going to say, you want to close, you know, close it out. Mom, we'll give you one, one last opportunity. It might be a while before we, before we get, get to get you back on the show. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed uh, the podcast that I've listened to the, from the very first one. I've enjoyed all those and I uh, didn't know I was going to be on it, but I've enjoyed it. <laughs> two weeks with your son and you get two weeks worth of podcast, folks. <laughs> awesome danielle anything no i think that'll do it uh, i'll see you in three days i'll see you in three days <laughs> i've been missing you i miss you too and i wish that uh i miss you taking him out in the morning uh-huh. <laughs> you'll, you'll you'll be loving me when i get home now be more appreciative remember what is that statement we made earlier you never know what you had till it's gone well all right well praise the lord everybody thank you so very much for being here we thoroughly enjoy these podcasts and i just want to say to our friend jake thank you so much for helping us with some of these edits 
Um, it means a lot to us. Um, and everybody that is here listening, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting these podcasts. And if you want to support it more, we just want to encourage you just go ahead. If you're not a member or you're not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and subscribe to it. So that way you'll get notified when Danielle's ready to talk again and uh, go ahead and get, leave us a comment. Let us know if there's something you want us to talk about. Let us know. We'd be happy to discuss whatever it is that you think that is important. Praise the Lord. Thank you for being here. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again soon. God bless you. Bye.